Hey folks, big announcement. I am now doing in-person readings in New York City at Earth Angel Crystal. It's just one subway stop from Manhattan. If you're in the New York City area and want a mediumship reading or a card reading with me, you now have a place to see me in person. For more information, go to juanfranciscospirit.com slash readings. You'll find everything you need to know on my website to set up your appointment. I can't wait to meet you in person. Some people have a memory from before they were born into the physical human body. What does this mean for the definition of what a soul is? I share my own very brief story about my own memory from pre-birth. And I share a little bit about memories told by a member in my family. Let's talk about pre-birth experiences on Third Eye Sight. My name is Juan Francisco, and I'm a psychic medium and tarot card reader. I've always been curious about the supernatural, the paranormal, and psychic abilities, and I'm here to share my stories and interview folks who want to share their own stories with us. Let's get to it. I am so excited to talk about this subject today. Pre-birth experiences, they're also called near-birth experiences, pre-mortal experiences, they have different names. But what I really want to get at in this episode is the phenomenon or the experience of remembering before you were born, remembering something from before you were born. I have my own memory of before I was born. It's really simple, but I swear that I can remember a time before I was born. Before we get into things, if you love Third Eyesight, you love listening to my podcast, share it with a friend, Give it a review on Spotify, Apple, Google. You can give it a review. I believe you can on Google. Um, or send me an email. Send me a DM on, on Instagram or message on Facebook and share what you want to hear on the podcast, any topics you want to hear about. And actually right now, I am live on Instagram. I'm live on Facebook. I'm giving people on Facebook and Instagram a sneak peek into this episode. They'll be hearing the first five to seven minutes of this episode, just so they can get a taste of what I'm going to be talking about regarding pre-birth experiences, um, pre-mortal experiences. So to start off this topic, I went on Reddit and I found this post by someone named Clifford underscore Regnaut. And they posted in the Escaping Prison Planet community on Reddit. Now, this is what they said, and this will explain the the whole escaping prison planet name for the community. They said, greetings, I've collected several anecdotes of pre-birth memories that suggest reincarnation is a forced experience, and I used them to write a small text to post on the NDE Reddit community and or the reincarnation Reddit community in the future. I'd just like your input to see if I can add anything else to it. I might edit this post later. And they said, although I do not fully support the prison planet theory, nor do I believe in shape-shifting reptilian aliens using Earth as a louche farm, there seems to be a set of anecdotes from supposed pre-birth memories that indicate physical existence and reincarnation could be a forced experience. So that's this idea from what I'm gathering of this. I'm taking a break here from the quote, from the post. But I am gathering from the idea... From this post that the the prison planet idea is that we are forced here, almost like forced labor. We're forced to come here and we want we need to escape or want to escape. So these are the um these are the quotes that this person gathered from other people's pre-birth experience memories. 
I remember being in the spiritual realm just prior to my birth and feeling what I will describe as humbly apprehensive about coming here, here being earth. My sense is that I had no choice. I was coming. All communication was telepathic. I remember communicating, but what if I fail? A being that I remember perceiving as a very wise older man who was of God, though I do not recall seeing a a personage or person, communicated back to me over and over again, it never ends. I never, ever, ever end, meaning life. Another person said, my guide said life on earth is very hard and you are about to learn that. Every human on this planet needs to know something very important before they can ascend completely. Then they said to their guide, why don't you just send someone to earth who remembers this place, the afterlife, and he can tell everyone. And the guide said, they have attempted that. Humans cannot fully believe the word of one man. I did not want to come. I was forced here to learn a lesson. My guide gave me a choice of a hard or easy life. The harder the life, the more growth my soul would make. I'm going to read a couple more. John. John said, I'm 54. As a child, I knew that I lived before, and I was forced to come back to learn. I always knew death is total peace and understanding. Everything is okay. I can recall the first time hearing about reincarnation as a very young child. I was shocked that everyone didn't know about it. I'm going to read one more. I saw the embryo, but was communicating with something telepathically. It was telling me I had to enter the embryo, but I got a glimpse of another place and wanted to go there. I was very adamant about not wanting to come back here, but in a very soothing voice, it simply said, you have to go back. Those are some examples of pre-birth experience memories that this person collected. I have my own memory of my pre-birth experience, and... um. But I have an, a more interesting family. Uh, I have there's a family member, someone I've never met, but my mom met once, and my uncle was a little closer to. And she wrote a diary or like a little book about her pre-birth experience and what she remembers. She remembers talking to God before she was born, and I will go into a little bit of detail about that later in the episode. But I'll share my pre-birth experience, and then I'll hop off of Instagram and Facebook. For the longest time as a child, I swore that I remember that before I was born, I just saw nothingness, black nothingness, like a void, a very neutral void. It wasn't sad. It wasn't happy. It was like very neutral, but I remember feeling very unsure. Now, that is all I remember, but what's interesting is I had always just remembered a black void before being born. I just can't explain. I just knew it was there. And recently, I've been watching a lot of near-death experience videos of people sharing moments when they have died and have come back to earth into their bodies. And some of them, when they died, at the moment they died, they saw themselves either, they either saw their own bodies from outside their bodies and or they saw a black void, a void of nothingness. It seems to be very common with near-death experiences. And when I hear people talk about this black void, I'm like, that must be the black void that I saw because I just swear, it's a memory that I swear, I swear that I had. And I'm curious if any of you have similar memories or, or can remember something from before you were born or remember being born. There are people that remember being born, being birthed, 
going through the birth canal. I, I, I haven't met them, but I've read stories of people who remember these things. So I'm going to hop off of Facebook now and off of Instagram. Now, was what I saw and felt, was that real? To this day, I don't know and I have no clue, but I, I, re- I really do believe it was. Wh- whether I can ever know that it was real with, with 100% confidence, maybe not. But I believe that there was something real about it. I just do. So in my family, there is a, a matriarch who has passed. I never met her, but she was an aunt of my mother and, her, and my uncle, who are both siblings, siblings to each other. And my uncle used to tell me, and my uncle's my godfather, he's very spiritually progressive and believes in a lot of this stuff. And he used to tell me that this aunt in the family remembers being a soul that was told that they needed to go back to earth. And she had remembered being a soul looking down at planet earth, literally looking at planet earth and thinking, oh, I don't want to go back there. I've been there before. But then she felt a voice, a presence tell her as a soul, you need to go back. You will be well taken care of. And she went back, she came back to Earth, and she remembers being born in in the room, <laughs> coming out of her mother, from what I from, from what I remember my uncle telling me. And for the rest of her life, she had a very good life. She had a life in which she was taken care of. And apparently she wrote a book or wrote something about this somewhere. This is a family story that I had heard before. So what does this mean? What does this idea of remembering before being born? Well, number one, it just shows that our souls exist before this current physical life. And it also speaks to the idea of reincarnation. Because if some people remember thinking that they did not want to come back to Earth, well, they they had been here before then, right? So their soul has been recycled, so to speak, and reused and rebirthed into many different life forms before the current one, before this current life form that is recalling this memory of being a soul. And I think that there's also the question of, well, do we decide to come here or are we, or are we just sent here? Because I'm, I'm thinking that our souls are intelligent enough because they're, they're the, part of us connected to God consciousness and universal consciousness that, that our souls just know to come here. But some people remember feeling as a soul that they did not want to come back, but they were told, to, they were instructed to. So does that mean that our souls can can err or can make a mistake or or think incorrectly about its own decisions? I think I have shared before in this podcast my near my uh not my near death experiences because I haven't had one <laughs> haven't had two <laughs> I haven't had one <laughs> near death experience my past life regression experience and I, I I was able to to perceive three or four lifetimes in which I saw members of my family from this lifetime friends from this lifetime an ex from this lifetime and it was 
it was really interesting because I remember in one lifetime, I was an old man in England in what felt like the 1800s. My best friend in this current lifetime was my nurse in that lifetime. And she had been taking care of me. And I remember really appreciating and loving her in that lifetime. And, and she was at my deathbed. She she was with me as I died. And when I, me as an old, myself as an old man in that lifetime, I'm dying and my soul quickly leaves my body, goes through the ceiling of this wooden house, like a hut or wooden, a wooden cabin, so to speak. And, and my soul goes through the roof, out through, uh, through the ceiling, out through the roof and up to the clouds and in the clouds, I meet Jesus, and I hug Jesus like he's an old family friend that I have never, that I had not seen for a very, very long time, and I felt so safe with him. If if that memory serves me right, that is a memory that was telling me that yes, you have seen yourself, you you have died before, and you have gone into an, another another side, a other side, whatever, n other, <laughs> I don't know, n space capital other, capital side, capital O, capital S, before. <laughs> I have died before, and I'm here. And there were other lifetimes, one in which I was a I was a Native American in what felt like the Yosemite region of California or somewhere out in California, right when the white culture was expanding into the West. Um, there was another lifetime that I felt like I was a little girl, a young girl in, in Russia or somewhere in Eastern Europe, and my family members were present in that lifetime. There was one more, but I forget what it was. And it, it just it just made me feel like, wow, my soul has really gone through a lot of different journeys. And it, it has gone through a lot of different experiences in its own journey as a soul. And I believe that these pre-birth experiences, what's so interesting about them, I mean, let's say reincarnation doesn't exist, right? And that people just remember something before they were born, that they were that they existed before they were physically born. Well, that just shows that there is there's consciousness that exists outside of the, the physical body. Now, maybe people are remembering being in the womb. Maybe is that possible? Can is can can an infant in the womb be conscious? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I should have looked that up probably before before I record hit record in this episode. But maybe that's possible. Maybe the black void that I saw was me being inside the womb of my mother, where it's very dark because I'm inside a human body, right? Which sounds utterly weird to say out loud, but it's true inside another human body where, it's probably, where there are no lights. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was remembering. I, I don't know. I, I would think that I would be able to hear sounds because I'm hearing the bot, the functions of the body. And I heard nothing. It was, it was just like, it was such a deafening silence when I was in that black void before I was born. Such a deafening silence. I could almost feel you know when some when it gets so silent in a room and you feel like your ears are searching for a sound so much that your ears start to ache a little bit? I don't know if anyone else has experienced that. You could hear a pin drop and you just you know that you know that your ears are searching for a sound because it's it's a deafening silence. That's what it felt like. So I would think if I were remembering being inside the womb that I would have heard body fluids or organs doing their thing. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But my experience is limited to just remembering a black void. 
What's interesting is that, like I said, people who've had near-death experiences, they've died, and they see a black void, some of them, right after they die. And then in these, some of these stories I've read in, in, my, one of, in my great aunt's story that she had, um, that she had shared with people, they, they all remember feeling like they, they had a choice or that they were told to come back to Earth to be born again. I'm curious what you all make of that. And I think this makes me want to do a deeper dive into reincarnation just as a topic. I think I've done a I think I've done an episode before. Can't believe I'm forgetting my own episodes. But I think I've done an episode before on my past life regression experience in a little more detail. Something that I'm feeling right now, I think intuitively, I feel like I'm hearing that the reason some of us feel like we don't want to come back to earth before we're born into the next lifetime is because our souls have not evolved e- enough to know that it needs to go back. So we have to be told to go back. And like that one anecdote said, a guide had told them that if the harder life is on earth in the physical, in the, physical the more growth you'll have. And maybe it's not until our soul goes through all that growth that our soul knows, okay, time to go back. Because that's how, that's how it works. Instead of fighting against it or wanting to resist it. It's so interesting, right? It's so interesting. And I'm so curious if any of you have memories of before you were born or even remember being born through the birth canal or through C-section, whatever it may have been. I'm so curious about that because it's such an interesting phenomenon. And it's something that I, like I said, I had heard growing up about this great aunt in my family who distinctly remembers the time before she came back to planet Earth as a human being. And a time when she was just a soul thinking about coming back or not. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, like I said earlier, send me an email. and. I'm going to reiterate that if there are any topics you want to hear on this podcast, please send me a note. And if you yourself have had an experience, a pre-birth, pre-mortal, near-birth experience, either you know comment on my YouTube version of this podcast episode or send me that email or DM, and I'll read your experience on the next episode. And I look forward to it. One more thing. I have two little announcements to make. So the podcast episodes moving forward, including this one, well, this one today, including this one, I will be releasing podcast episodes on Wednesdays now. And on Instagram, those of you who follow me on Instagram know that I do Instagram live readings every Thursday. And I've decided to change that schedule to do Instagram uh, Instagram readings twice a month or every other Thursday. And there's a reason behind these two changes with the podcast schedule and the live reading schedule. I have recently acknowledged that I am rushing things in my life and I'm living with a sense of urgency. And I have honestly grown a little tired of enjoying my weekend and then at the last minute, recording a podcast episode to release on Monday, recording it on Sunday or editing it on Sunday and rushing it last minute. 
And that's my fault. I could be doing it way earlier. I used to be able to do it way earlier. But I work a nine to five job Monday through Friday. And the times I have to rest outside of my nine to five job are, let's see, three, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday evening, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Those are my times I have to rest. Thursday, I was doing live readings every Thursday. And on the weekends, I was trying to either go out on my own, go out with friends, or just watch a movie and relax or play video games. And and, I'll, and, and in, addition, in addition to all this, I, I exercise almost every day. I, um, I have a mediumship circle that I go to th- Tuesday nights. I have therapy on Monday nights. And it sounds like I have a lot of time. But really, when it comes right down to it, the time goes by so quickly. And and there are other things I want to do outside of my nine to five and my podcast. I want to do one-on-one readings with people, people who book readings with me, which doesn't happen often, but I get one reading every two weeks or every three weeks, and that's okay. So add that onto a week, any given week, a reading with somebody. And I want to also practice my music and songwrite again and sing again. And by the time I am fully rested from my nine to five job and editing the podcast and and the mediumship circle and therapy and exercise, it's just like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to relax. And then I end up not doing the thing I am actually, one of the things I'm passionate about. Amongst other things, I'm also trying to go on more dates with people and um, putting myself out there that way. And it's just, it's a lot being social and all of this combined. And I know there are people out there that in high school, they were on the cross country team and the football team and in the honors club and in the math club. And I am just not one of those people. I cannot burden myself with a lot of amazing responsibilities at the same time. I have to really protect my time. So I The thing is, I do want to be a podcaster. I do want to be a working psychic. I do want to have a great social media network and and feed with great content that I have to take time to create. I do want to exercise. I do want to have this nine to five job in public relations right now. That's it's I need it. I I do want to write music and record music and sing again and go out there and sing at open mics. And it's all these little things and they add up and take up quite a bit of time. And so I have decided that I need to cut back on a few things like the live readings and do them twice a month instead of every every Thursday. Because maybe two th- that those are two free Thursdays out of my month that I could dedicate to either just resting, extra rest time, or to pursuing a hobby or another passion that I that I want to. And then with the podcast schedule, it just feels like I have a little more time, a little more weeknight time in between commitments to publish the next episode. I don't know what it is, but I guess the way I'm perceiving it is that publishing a podcast episode on a Wednesday is just a little easier in terms of time management than publishing it on a Monday in the morning. And I do schedule these podcasts in advance to get published ahead of time. Um, But I just don't feel like I'll have to rush it as much on a weekend 
a weekend night when I really want to be just relaxing. So I hope that doesn't annoy you all too much. <laughs> um, but I hope you also understand that I'm coming from a place of self-care, self-love, being patient with myself, not rushing, not rushing myself through things. I, I really, the older I get, the more I want to live a little bit more of a gentler life. And if opportunities come and they require me to to jump on things and and get things done a little more quickly, then I'll I'll go I'll go with the flow. But for now, for, since this is within my control right now, the way things are right now, I'm going to do what I can to protect my energy and to and to to invest my energy in places that are going to make me really happy. And I love doing my live readings. Don't get me wrong, but I think something else about live readings. I do it in service to the public because um, they're free on Instagram and I don't mind doing free readings, but I, I'm only one person and a lot of other psychics who do live readings on Instagram and Facebook, a lot of them are either full-time psychics or part or part-time psychics and they have the opportunity to to arrange their schedule in a way that I can't. So it's a lot, and I'm trying not to complain. I, you know, everyone, everyone's experience is different, but this is my experience where it just feels a little overwhelming sometimes. So I wanted to explain why today's episode um, came out on a Wednesday. I just hope this encourages you to do what you need to do that's within your control to craft a life for yourself that's a little less chaotic, less urgent, and gives you some breathing room. Because we could all use that, especially now that so many people work remote. There's a little bit of there are a little bit of blurred lines between working life and home life. And that's definitely how it is for me. Even though I love working from home and it is a huge privilege for me to work from home, there there are those blurred lines, you know? And right next to me is my working desk, my nine to five working desk right now. It's right next to me. And right and at the moment I'm recording from my non nine to five computer, my my personal computer. And I, I have the luxury of having a two two part desk or or a double desk, a duo desk, whatever this is. But working from home it had to, it has its perks, but it, it's also those blurred lines. Cause my work computer, I can see it right now from where I'm sitting. So anyways, I hope this this reminds you to be gentle with yourself, to create less urgency in your life or create create a little less urgency in your life. And to do what you need to do to manage your time in a way that benefits you and that makes you feel happy. Because at the end of the day, we have to keep our audience happy. We have to keep our consumers happy and our customers and our clients. But we also have to be in a place where we are making ourselves happier, taking care of ourselves. Because we could be making other people happy, but if we're not making ourselves happier, taking care of ourselves a little bit more, we're not going to be able to step up for other people. And that's that's what I want to do is... Let myself be in a place where I where I'm content with myself and my goals, my personal goals. And I want that energy. I want people to notice that energy when I do things in service for them or when I put out content for them to use or to to refer to and episodes and social media things and I just want people to to take away from all this that I'm someone who takes care of myself. So with that, I leave you to a beautiful rest of your week and rest of your day, and I will see you on the next episode. 
you have a question or topic you want me to cover on Third Eyesight, head to my website, juanfranciscospirit.com slash contact and send a message my way. If you really enjoyed this episode, leave a review wherever you listen. I'd really appreciate it.